Welcome everybody to the Dope Academy podcast. Um, I'm waiting for more people to come on before we get started. Do me a favor. Stop. Twist that a little bit. Just a little bitch. I'm like, dope. Yep. That's good or well, not? It's good too. Yeah, a little bit. Right there. Right there. That's perfect. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you, everybody, for joining me on um, the new episode of the Dope Economy Podcast. I'm really excited about this season. Just waiting for a couple more people to join in before starting. Make sure you share your video. four people on there. All right, what we got? Right now. What's up, Swan? Come on, man. You down the street. You gonna holler at me? He lives down here? Yeah, man. I went to high school with this cat. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Cools. Oh, you got me dancing. Where? Right there. Oh, no. Share the video that's going on now. <laughs> You're looking at the old video. How's everybody doing tonight? Hopefully everybody's well and lovely. All that good stuff. <laughs> That's why I'm turning it down when I hear myself. That's why I don't like doing this live. Hey, Travis, I can see you. I can only see certain people. I don't know why the comments come up late on my laptop, but oh, I can look at the notifications. Okay. Oh, they're coming up now. Hey, Trav. Ready to get into these hot topics? We're gonna get started in just a second. I'm already hot. Crown. No, you can, you're on the watch party, it's good. Okay. Yeah. You just can't come out of there. Okay. That's, that's the only thing. So, and I wanna see your. It looks like we got five people watching right now. And I'm just going to go ahead and get started because this is not what I'm used to doing. Usually I just record it and then post it later. Um, I do see you here, Mia. As soon as we get into um, the topic we're going to discuss, I'm going to bring you on. We're going to discuss two things before that, but it should be um, kind of early on. Travis, shut up. <laughs> is you selfish? <laughs> That's my brother. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Like, again, everybody, welcome to the Dope Academy podcast. We're doing this a little different today because I'm trying to get more viewership and also um, 
do something a little different. So season two, I'm going to do some Facebook lives and then there's going to be special content for you to go to Spotify or YouTube to find. I'm also on um, Apple Podcasts as well. So I am Mona, your host from the Dope Economy Podcast. Um, sometimes crazy, but mostly I'm usually dope. Always, Hello, everybody out there. Always crazy. Be careful of men who call you crazy. Be careful. I cannot see who's on here on my laptop. This is irritating me. So that will be something I change next time. Unless you comment, I can't really see you. Unless you're on, like, I can see you from my phone, but it's kind of far away. And y'all know, look, double stigmatism. So you already know how it's going. Anywho, this is my co-host, Eric, or in the DMV, as we call Eric. We say Eric, that. Some people know me as Eric. Some people know me as a he I didn't ask people... you to talk yet. Is that what we doing here? That what we doing? Okay, so um, my typical, my normal um, co-host Mia is actually in the ATL, so I had to bring on a co-host and Mr. Erg here. And me like to have uh, healthy debates. We never really get mad, but we do really debate some stuff. And I thought he would be a great fill-in for tonight. Um, Hey, Broadway, how are you? Um, speaking of Broadway, so um, I've been going to some open mic nights lately. Um, Broadway Harris is on the comments and he is a member of Black Lives Matter Fredericksburg. He's doing some open mic nights every Wednesday at the Recreation Center downtown Fredericksburg. This Wednesday, I will be there performing my new poetry piece called Something Like Badu. Come check me out. If you've never seen me um, performing in my poetry, it's a great opportunity for you to do so. It's located on William Street. Anywho, so this is Eric, and I cut him off, and he's really mad at me, but he really can't say nothing because we're recording right now, so it's okay. So, go ahead and introduce yourself. Again, my name is Eric. Some of you know me as a HeJ, and um, I feel blessed that I'm here sharing the space with Mona. Let's get it. A HeJ, so... That sounds very African. Oh, it absolutely Sounds very Yoruba. Is. It absolutely is. You see, so I'm, where I'm are you repping. from? I'm repping. Um, born in California, raised in Virginia, Tidewater, Norfolk to be exact. Mm. But um, Nigerian heritage. So you see, repping a hat, brand new hat. You know, motherland drip. I love it. <laughs> Nigeria to the fullest. Let's get I'm it. so envious of people like. So you're still in the diaspora, you know what I'm saying, to a certain extent, but the people who still have a connection to another generation, mm -hmm. you know, like straight from Africa, that's something that a lot of us in the diaspora don't get to experience. So I'm always intrigued. That's why I always ask questions and be like, you know. Absolutely. One day my friend Haj is going to take me to Sierra Leone, but, you know, we'll talk about that later. Broadway said, nice to meet you, Eric. Say, what's up to Broadway? It's He's a very, very talented cat. Is he? Yeah. All right, hopefully I'll meet you soon. Or... You got to come to one of the open mic nights one okay. day. Right. Hey, Kita. Hey. Um, I don't know if I'm getting comments late or what, but they are starting to pop up, so that's good. All right. So let's get into it. So as you know, I've taken a break, um, mostly due to trying to get some new things popping for the podcast, which you can't see right now as I have an audio mixer right here that I am teaching myself from scratch. I'm still working on it. If anybody knows how to use an audio mixer, I have a Yamaha MG12XU. I would really appreciate it if you could come give me some hands on, but 
Um, outside of that, I've just been teaching myself little stuff. I have a lot of things I have in mind for the podcast um, this season. I have been able to network with some other podcasts, um, specifically WHL podcast. My um, homeboys, Ray and Eddie, have a dope podcast out of Baltimore. I was a guest on there and you know, I just kind of like looked around and took some things on, um, from them. And one of the things I took is they were going to a specific studio. So I decided to make my own studio at home and like really, really put into it. So everything you see around me means something to me. If you have questions about that, just, you know what I'm saying? Just ask me. It's all good. Um, also during this crazy pandemic time, I have um, tried to create another stream of income that is not dependent upon face-to-face -face with the public. So I created a manifestation line, which is all manifestation products, oils, body butters, soaps, things like that, candles. And that should be launching in August. It's called Irie Moon. And I'm really excited about that. So what have you been doing during the pan pandemic? A lot of cooking, a lot of traveling, yes, a lot of building with friends, a lot of resting, just basically maneuvering my life to where I want to be when um, everything gets back to normalcy, whenever that is. Um, yeah, I'm blessed to have that space to do so. Not everybody had that space because either they were, you know, an essential worker or they didn't have things set up that way. But um, I've been blessed. That's dope. That's dope. Um, I gained like 15 pounds. Like y'all can see this double chin. I'm gonna go ahead and put the disclaimer out there. That's good. That's good cooking because y'all know how I get down and I can really cook. Um, but I am working it off because. Very of you. Shit. Look, I, I throw that on. I throw that on. Ask them. That's about me. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, all of a sudden one day, you know, stuff started fitting a little tighter, and I was like, because I'm already, I'm always virgin on the double chin. Not the joints like. Stop up in the place, you know, funky fresh dress room and press ready to party. But it's okay. Um, I've always had big cheeks and a fat face, so it is what it is. I don't know what else to do, but do it. Who is that? Let's see. Alexis, I think. Hello, Alexis. What's up? If you see better than me, you have to tell me who's on there. Yeah, I see. So during the pandemic, um, one of the crazy things that came about was that people started developing these situationships and these pandemic ships so people who are usually a hey, <laughs> people who are usually busy with work right. um all types of you know whatever comes along with capitalism suddenly had all this free time on their hands mm -hmm. a lot of people didn't like it i for one went through a little bit of a depression in the beginning because i was trying to find a focus and then i went to new orleans with my people's teaching in rio love y'all and I just got right, you know what I'm saying? I was able to get right, but um, a lot of people who struggled with that, so they definitely latched on to somebody new. A lot of dudes was hopping in the DMs mm. during the pandemic. I was inbox king. You were inbox king? Oh, absolutely. Well, at least you're single. They they weren't single. They were looking for they might be something we're going to talk about later. They might be single now. They might be single now. Beautiful black people. Yes, Alexis. Um, so... That's something that developed. Does anybody out there have a comment about um, a situation ship that they might have 
that may have came about during the pandemic that normally wouldn't have came about. Later on in the season, I hope to have it where you can call in right now. We're not doing that yet, but pretty soon you will be able to, but just leave your comments in um, the comment section. So you were, you were uh, inbox king, what happened? Yo, I was going at it. I, it was 24 hour lockdown by myself. I took it seriously for the first month. So I thought like the world was ending. And I thought literally I couldn't leave like my stoop or I was gonna get, you know, Mm -hmm. arrested so I took it seriously so my fingers were working Twitter Facebook IG whatever why why were you why was your fingers working like that like what was you trying to get accomplished not going crazy so you need women to not go crazy said was all, well okay let's get into it a little bit okay um Myself, like so that was my entertainment. I'm just gonna be real. And so, okay, well, we're, let's let's get to it though. Were you looking for ass or were you looking for companionship? Which one was it? A little bit of both. Okay, a little bit of both. Were you lucky during this time? Did you get to mingle with a couple different women, or am I putting you out there because you just shared it on your Facebook? My bad. I mean, I, I I've been lucky. I can't complain. Good. How about yourself? I've been great. I've been focusing on goals. Look, I've been focusing on goals. You gotta believe in me, baby. Yeah. That's all I got. So, so, so it's the goal to get some? No, the goal was to focus on no, no, fattening my bag. Uh -huh. The goal was to reach my, my micro and macro goals. Uh -huh. The goal was to self love. I did a lot of spiritual So, getting some was number one on the list. It's on the list. Um, it's on the list. That's not, that's not the most. Important thing to me. I didn't say that. Yeah. That's the thing. Don't don't discredit it, though. No, I'm not discrediting it. Okay. I mean, I definitely um, do what I do, but it wasn't a it wasn't a priority during the pandemic because I always not to sound cocky, but I always have options if I if I need those options. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, it is what it is. Just as as if you or whoever else. As far as an inbox, I didn't have options. What happened? I didn't have an option. With me? Nobody likes me. Talk about period. What are you talking about? Talk about period. I was getting my options up. Well, you just said you were successful, so somebody must have liked you. I guess so. We can go with that. This guy. We can go know. with that. <laughs> Alexa said you're still wearing green. Of course, you're lucky. <laughs> That's my girl. Whatever you say, you're right. I agree. Alexis, you've been um, doing some real cute little videos, too. I see you, sis. I was like, okay, go ahead. I need that. So, don't be don't be getting a crush on my friend. Don't do that. I, I didn't say all that. I'm just saying it was really cute. I was she was doing her little thing. She was singing the music. I said she okay. Was, she was. Okay. Shout I like I like Alexis. seeing that energy. That's good. That's good. So anyway, so what I was saying is a lot of people who popped in the inbox. I mean, it always happens to most women because me and my single friends talk about it. But you know, men who are already in relationships or mm -hmm. men who are married. Mm -hmm. um, every once in a while they get a little froggy you know what I'm saying so there was an influx of them I think people were mad being with the spouse that um, <laughs> being with the spouse that they had yes we unblocked the heart shoppers around here that's right boo um, I think people people found out that they didn't really like the person that they had chosen as much when they had to be with them you know a lot of times so I think a lot of people, even though I didn't end up in that because I want what's for me is for me, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? 
I think a lot of people ended up in what we have as a new word that is trending is called an entanglement. Mm-hmm. And you out there know what an entanglement is. Eric, if you don't, can you explain it to them? I think you are better with this because the way you describe an entanglement wasn't how I thought an entanglement was. Because you're saying an entanglement could be a previous relationship, situation, marriage that is getting murky. I thought entanglement was something that was outside of your main. It is. That's getting murky, so they murk on over to another position. Okay, so you have to have a situation. No, you don't. Okay. You don't. So, an entanglement, by the way, that Queen Jada was describing, I think is anytime you're wrapped up in something that kind of like, you know, goes out of control, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you think, mm, mm. You meet, a, you meet somebody, right? You meet, okay. a, you meet a female. Okay. And sorry for all y'all who's offended by the word female. I'm not. I'm sorry. That's why I say it. It's whatever. Anyways, so you meet a chick, right? And then you're like, oh, you're digging her. Y'all going out, y'all dating, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then about two months in, you get a phone call. And it's like, bring. And you're like, hello? What would you say? What's up? Nah, I'm, I don't know. What it do? Whatever. What it do? Yeah, whatever. Okay. <laughs> the ice man. Wow, wow. Like I'm, I'm looking something like a disco ball. We have a switch on something. Yes. Um. So you get a phone call and you're like, "Hello," and it's like, "Yeah, you've been talking to Sierra." You're like, "What?" Yeah, this is her husband. So what about him? So okay, well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you, can, you can flex if you <laughs> want to. Right. You know what I'm saying? This Malik. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this Malik. I'm going to tell you right now, you better leave Shadi alone. She's taken. And then y'all have your words or whatever. Immediately, you are in an entanglement. You were in entanglement from the beginning, but you did not know. Okay. Okay? So sometimes you are unknowingly in an entanglement. Sometimes you purposely mess with somebody who's in a relationship with somebody, and that's an entanglement. Or sometimes you and the person you're with have decided... To either have a polyamorous relationship, an open relationship, and society views it differently. So that's where an entanglement would come in. Speaking of poly relationships, I'm actually doing an episode on poly relationships. It is coming. I have somebody who wants to come on who lives that lifestyle just to kind of talk about and explore different things. Hey, Robert. Um, but it could also be... Jada and Will's situation. They were taking a separation. She gets with August, whatever. Um, but that was something that I think definitely happened during during uh, pandemic. Now, of course, the Will and Will and Jada situation was big. Right. Everybody had different different views on it. So, what did you feel? Um. Hi, Michael. Couple of angles, right? Especially the dudes who were saying that, you know, August was dry snitching, he was a punk. First of all, if you're in anything, it is your right to speak on it however you want to. You know, it was an interview. This was, you know, the elephant in the room. This has been buzzing. So it wasn't like, Drysdale to me was when nobody has an idea about it. Yeah, I mean, all you know, of us knew. Right, right. Yeah, People yeah. knew. So he just basically, you know, talked about his truth. So I don't have any problem with that or whatever, you know? But um, then, you know, Will and Jada, they had to, you know, come together and tell their truth. 
which Jada, I think she told a version of it, but that's just my opinion. I don't know. But um, yeah, that's what it is. Because I think Will's even taken aback by how she reacted to it with the whole entanglement or whatever, you know? Because to me, she kind of like put it in this little neat box, you know? She made it neater than what it was. And an entanglement, to me, if it's by def definition, is nowhere neat. But, you know, she tried to clean it up like, oh, yeah, it's a situation that happened and boom, it's pristine. But it seems like everybody else but her has an issue with it. But that's just my thing. <laughs> and, of course, when you win it, you don't have an issue with it or whatever. <laughs> Usually it's the other way around and the man is like, so what? I got my wife. I got my little jump off and, you know, yep. everything's all good. And men were butthurt because it was the first time that they, because they identified with Will so much. And even though I don't really think Will is tripping, I'll get into that. But because they assumed this was like a betrayal, whatever. Oh, y'all showed up and showed out. Y'all, yes, men. Y'all showed up and showed out and definitely exposed the fact that you can't take things that y'all put us through. Because for so long, women are almost programmed to strive for this ride or die chick so who's the ride or die chick the, the chick that's gonna hold you down and put money in your commissary when you locked up in jail for doing something that she already told you you shouldn't have done or the ride or die chick who's gonna stick by you when you have an outside baby with the side chick that she accused you of messing with a long time ago when you lied and you say you didn't right mm -hmm. but with the will and jada situation okay this is my opinion okay so I think it has been long rumored that Will and Jada are either LS, Polly, or open. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever they want. My whole thing is they said specifically that they were on a break. break down what all that stuff is. It's not everybody who's watching. They just, they just hear They letters. can Google it because I'm going to have episodes on that later. Okay, I'm not cool. going to go through that right cool. now. We got no a lot problem. of stuff to cover. But yeah, LS, Polly, open. There's, mm -hmm. there's a lot of different relationship dynamics out there. No matter if that's what you practice or what you approve of, but there are other ones. So when you look at a situation like this, you have to take into account, okay, right. you know, right. um, they may have a different set of um, rules or whatever. So I believe, you know, like most of us believe, Jada needed to get her back broken and August was there, whatever, whatever. I personally knew about it um, from the time that August did a song like last year and he was he was talking to a woman and saying how heartbroken he was and he was sharing the text messages. He used Jada Pinkett's middle name. Like they were, he used a, um, a gift from Low Down Dirty Shame. Anybody who's smart knew what he was talking about. Okay, boom, let it go. Footprints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I didn't really have a problem with that. I was like, all right, he's speaking his truth. So then the Angela Yee interview, she asked him a question. He speaks his truth. Will and Jada come out. They do the red table talk. She introduces us to a new word, entanglement, and everybody ran with it. Okay, cool. Cool. It's done. This fool don't came out with a song with Rick Ross called Entanglement. Now I'm starting to feel like, because he has an album coming out, and don't get me wrong, I love August Alcina. He's been through a lot in life. If you've never checked out his documentary on YouTube, you really should. But now it's like, come on, dude. Like, okay. come okay. on. But remember, one of the things that he's alleging is he's been pushed out of his industry, the music industry, by the powers that be with help by his entanglement partner. So if that is valid, 
Come on, let's keep it real. August Alcina was never Chris Brown or Trey Songz. I like him, but he was never. He wasn't even Jacquees. I oh, love him. Who's better than Jacquees? Don't do that. First of all, Jacquees' last album was fire. You better listen again. And he just had a song with Chris Brown that he just dropped. That joint is fire. Right now. It's called like Work For It. But you're like dude is garbage. He, I'm he not had, acting he like that. He had a buzz. I'm not He had a buzz. He had a buzz. But most of these people watching right now don't even know, didn't even know who August Alcino was until Jada Pinkett and we'll put him on. They didn't. Okay. I'm just just keeping it real. I like him. I do. But nah. Nah. If if he's being pushed out of the industry, I'm not seeing him less visible than he was before. He has a huge documentary that's on YouTube that's really good, by the way, if you want to know about his life and growing up in New Orleans. Um... He has albums. He's done tours. He has an album right now. He generated a lot of buzz with this. I just think the song is a bit messy. It's a, it's a, it's a bit. Okay, I give you that. You know what I'm saying? Do y'all think it's messy out there? Alexis, everybody's not better than Jacquees. You better listen to that last album. Thank Let you, you know Alexis. right now. No, Thank Alexis you. is a luncheon. Big up. Nah. <laughs> I take back my comments earlier. So... Um, another situation that is a hot topic because we're going to be just covering hot topics today is <laughs> Alexis, he is messy book boots for real, for real. We're going to be covering other entanglements that have happened. Why is this not going on screen? Okay. Um, another crazy situation, entanglement, if you will, would be the situation that happened with Meg the Stallion and... Tory Lanes. Now, my girl, Mia, is in Atlanta, and she wants to come on. I'm trying to see if she's out there. Mia, if, if, you, um, if you can, come off the live and then come back in so I can add you. But for those of you who don't know, um, it was rumored that Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanes were dating. We still don't know if that's true. If it's true, it's a little weird. Why? Because he's Canadian? Because no, he's small? Nothing about Canadian. I'm hey, did you ever see him on he was either on Sway or Funk Master Flash, I can't remember. And he was like rapping or whatever, he was doing something. Because he's really talented. He is. And he he you know what I'm saying, he spit some fire and he took his earphones off. <laughs> I'm serious. He took his earphones off and he stood up and he didn't he didn't go up any. He just, <laughs> he just <laughs> He just took his chair off his butt. If y'all, listen, y'all have to Google it. I'm not joking. He goes like this. He just... (laughs) (laughs) And she's such a tall, big chick. So it's like, oh, that's kind of strange. But whatever. Whatever Mm -hmm. floats their boat. Right. So apparently, they were at Kylie's. Because he's Mm -hmm. (laughs) 5'2". Apparently, they were at Kylie's. And um, Kylie Jenner, if you don't know who that is. And Mia, I'm trying to get you in on this. Oh, she's back. Okay, hold on. Let me get Mia on. You can go ahead and... Um... Oh, you want me to freestyle? No. I need a beat. A minute. Where Kylie at? Kylie who? I said Kylie. I said Mia. Mia. I'm trying to add her right now. (laughs) 
Okay, yeah, I'm outside by the by this nice lake on Marina. I've been playing. Huh? It's too much noise. I'm outside. about that but that's a little too uh staticky and loud because she wasn't in an inside place so i really wanted her to be able to um give her a viewpoint on this part because she's my co-host but I, I can't have it you know sound like that but hopefully she'll get somewhere that's cool and we can go ahead and go from there but anyway so they were at um kylie Jenner's house at a pool party no one really knows what happened. There's been speculation that mm -hmm. he got mad about something. Mm -hmm. um, there's been speculation that maybe he got his feelings because she's a very popping star. You know, the last somewhere. thing I've heard today. Okay. Like, spe oh, all, speculation, today. all speculation is he was being too friendly with Kylie. And Ooh. Meg had an issue with it. They argue. They take the argument to the car. She leaves, deading the argument, and that's when he wiles out, supposedly. So if you don't know what he did, he shot Mick the stallion in the foot. I am a hip-hop head. There's been a lot of stuff that's happened in hip-hop. I cannot remember any time that somebody has shot somebody in the foot outside of Harlem Nights. Like, what are you doing, little man? Like, what are you doing? But anyways... I don't know if that's the, the reason that Meg was upset. Um, if if I was her, I would let Kylie have him because once he's trying to mess with that, I mean, whatever. But how do we feel about, no matter what was going on, mm -hmm. a man, even if he's smaller than her, okay. shooting a woman anywhere in her body, in, in her feet? Like, who does that? And Tori is mad mad talented and he was just popping with quarantine radio and i feel like he's kind of really um messed his career up with this but how do we feel about that um that's my face value i mean yeah you just don't go there you know so um for so many reasons i mean one like you said it's a young lady two if you want to be just selfish like that's never a good look on you you know, it's just like protect that bag by any means, you know? Mm -hmm. Of course, on top of the list is respect the sister, but not everybody respects the sister. But one thing that everybody should have is, you know, like some type of self-care, you know? And that's not a good look. So he's wrong in all accounts. That's my that's the way I look at it. But what? I always have a extra to put on to it. I know you do. So Men, when you want to step their game up or you want to step your status up and you deal with women on particular status higher than yours, I'm not talking about his height. Okay. But just you're, you're talking to a woman on a particular status, you got to be ready for all that comes with it. One, you got to be on your P's and Q's because you know what? 
she knows that you're not on her level. So anytime you do something out of bounds, you're going to be checked. He was checked for doing something supposedly out of bounds. You can't do that. You're not Jay-Z. No, 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 no. First of you're all, not Nas. You're not when you're Jay-Z, you get your sister to check them. A woman's going to check a man typically as long as she has a backbone. No Absolutely. matter if he is above Absolutely. her status or not. I have, to, I have to disagree with you. Well, we are agreeing. I'm just saying I'm putting something extra on it. Depending on who you're talking to, whatever. One thing that a man is always aware of is his stature. What I'm working with. Whether it's finances, whether it's looks, whether it's sex. So y'all take assess- oh, assessment? Absolutely, we have to. Because if, if we didn't, whatever will be a mess. Because that's the thing. We are usually the hunters. We usually go out and we talk to women. You know, We speak to them, whether it's virtually, whether it's physically. And so you have to know, you know what you usually can get. I can get this particular type of woman on this type of frequency. So when you step up your game or whatever, you go big game hunting. But he wasn't built for men, you know? And that's the thing. You have a shorter leash depending on what you are as a man. How do you go from Moneybag Yo to Tory Lanez? Like, I'm not saying Moneybag Yo is a huge prize. I mean, I like his music, but they just seem so different. But maybe they're not because Tory's just shot him in the foot. I mean, I don't know. Um, let's get into some of these comments. Mia said, Kylie is involved for sure. Um, I don't know enough about what the what, how you said that it was about Kylie. Oh, involved. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, Um, I don't know the latest developments. I know I saw within the last couple of days um, the push for a narrative to make um, Meg have some type of responsibility. And when I researched it, I didn't find anything. But this new thing with Kylie being involved, I haven't. I didn't know about that, so I didn't look into it. I've been, you know, focusing on pot all day, so that could be true. It wouldn't surprise me because every Kardashian got their man, besides Courtney, as far as I know, got their man from their friend. True. True story. Think about it. Uh, French Montana was taken from Trina by Chloe. Kanye was uh, taken from... Amber, well, not really taken, but they slept with their friend's man. Okay. Amber Rose was friends with Kim Kardashian. Tyga messed with Kylie. The only reason Kylie knew Tyga is because Tyga was coming around because Black Channel was friends with Kim. I mean, it's constant. Right. If I was Lala, I, you know what I'm saying, I'd keep something in, in the cup because they probably done it for Carmella. So, so is this like the moment that sisters is like, you know what, we can't chill the card? Is this the moment? This should have been a moment a long time ago. I don't know, but all I know is I've watched them. I used to actually watch the show. I used to like um, Chloe before she kind of changed, but they just, they really, they really, really be, every man they get is from one of their friends. It's a little wild to me. It's a little wild. Um, and we ain't going to start right now talking about, you know, what they do to men. Well, we, we can talk about it. We can talk about it. All right, let's get into it. All right, let's go. Okay. Well, no, we're going to cover that a little bit. We're going to talk about what you just said. Men who are who might be intimidated by the woman they're with. Let's talk about that first. Okay. Okay, so we don't know if this is true with Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez, but sometimes men are intimidated by women, especially alpha females. I've definitely experienced that, um, whether it be because of finances, whether it be because the woman is intelligent. Um, I definitely have experienced that. Like, oh, well, you're... 
you're too smart or people will say crazy stuff like that mm-hmm. um or if you make more than a man they could be intimidated mm-hmm. um that is something that a lot of women especially driven women deal with um i think it's wild i used to get upset about it but now it's just you have to that those people who say those type of things to you they're just not for you they're not equipped emotionally to handle it and you're just not the person for them but there are men who love women who are intelligent love women who st- stimulate them shout out to all the sapiophiles out there all the sapiosexuals okay. give me an example of what because I, I think sometimes it's this gray area where people sometimes think like, oh, yeah, he can't handle me. When it's just like, okay, that's not what I'm saying. Well, that's what he's saying. What is a definite, like, telltale sign like, oh, yeah, he can't handle me? When he tries to diminish who you are to fit him. So all the things that he was attracted to you about to get you, now he wants to dumb down because he doesn't want anyone else to pay attention to you. That really has nothing to do with the female or the woman. That has a lot to do with his inner self. Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot, a lot. Okay. So in my opinion, when you get into a relationship or dynamic or whatever with someone, you both should help each other grow. Okay. You know what you're getting to in the beginning. So if, like, let's say me and you got together, you make a whole bunch more than me. Let's say you made $200,000. A year, and I make forty thousand. I know what I'm getting myself into, right? You make more than me, so I can't throw that in your face every day. Mm-hmm. I can't be like, "Well, you do this," and it, just because you're rich and da, 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 da. that's what happens. It gets it gets thrown in the face. It gets like pushed down on a woman a lot of times. Um, and I get the financial part because just the way that patriarchy is set up in, in America, like it might make a man feel some type of way. Um, but in, in, in my opinion, if you're with a woman who makes more than you, you should be eating that up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Getting, getting, her, uh, getting her mind, finding her ambition, all that stuff. Nick Cannon in the situation. What I mean by that is when Nick Cannon got with Mariah, he wasn't going to turn it down. I mean, he wasn't. It was Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Nick Cannon is a sniper, by the way, if y'all don't understand what that means. Nick Cannon has been with some of the most beautiful women, whatever. Um, so everybody call him corny. He ain't that corny. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> he is tall and skinny. If you if you know what I mean. Um, I don't know what you mean. What well, you well, they, you mean? they know what I mean. <laughs> Walking tripods out here. Damn it. Um, no, spit this out. God, tell me when you don't say. So walk and Look, I can break it down. Right. I can break it down. Basically, I, I can't. <laughs> so anyway, so Nick, he he oh he was already doing well, right? You know what I'm saying? He had a little stuff going on, whatever. Um, always talented since he was a kid. Mariah Carey is a multi-million dollar singer. All these good stuff. Cool. Right. Who is Nick right now? Nick and, Nick and Mariah have divorced. They're so cool. But he got with somebody who was bigger than him. And what is he? He's, he's part owner in Nickelodeon. He developed shows on the regular. When he got fired from America's Got Talent, he went ahead and went to went overseas. He found The Masked Singer. He made that a, a hit. He has a podcast. He's going back to college getting his, um, I think, master's degree at Howard. Like, you can see he's an activist at the same time. He's constantly creating different streams of income. Yeah. And I think he had that in him when he was younger, but I think him being with a woman um, who was a bit more established than him motivated him. So sometimes it can be good. You don't have to always be intimidated. 
Now, at the same time, women tend to get with a man who has less than them or isn't at the same level, and then they emasculate him. And that's a problem. That's a problem that... Are you saying that, that the, the fact that she's already on another level and emasculates him, or moving forward in a relationship, what she does emasculates him? I'm saying that for some men, they feel emasculation just off the situation alone. Okay. But for some men, they're, it's fine, but when the woman gets with them, then all of a sudden, it's like, um, let's say he forgets to pick up the trash. She told him to pick up the trash in the morning. And she comes home, and she's like, you didn't take up the trash? And he's like, no. And she's like, see, this is why I need somebody who can help me. You know what I'm saying? You ain't like you working as hard as me. You don't even make as much money as me. You know, and go into this whole thing to try to tear the man down, and that's wrong, too. Absolutely. So we definitely shouldn't do that. What's up, Alyssa? I see you logged on. Um, so that's something that we definitely have to look out for. And have you ever been in a situation where you have been with a woman that you were intimidated by? Never. Never? Never. But my situation starts from my relationships with women in the first place. Like, I've always had a great relationship with women I grew up with. My mom, my grandmother. And... I just felt empowered by understanding women are powerful in the first place. That's their place in the first place. It's not like, okay, this is some newfound like revelation, like, oh my God, a good woman who's smart and you know can articulate herself and can hold it down. So I've always realized that women can do that in the first place. So that's not some nuance or this or revelation to me. So a lot of times, you know. How you come into a, uh, into a relationship is how it's dictated moving forward. And so if I'm meeting you and I'm already dressing like, you know, I see you, sister, you know, mm -hmm. instead of I want you and then I see you later, you know, it's like, no, I'm off the bat. I see you. I see you for what you are. That's a jewel. More than your physical. That's a jewel. Um, what's up, Eddie? Let me read some of this comment. Eddie said it happens a lot. It does happen a lot with women emasculating men. Um, I believe that, especially when dealing with black people in general, um, that's the majority of my audience, um, but especially dealing with black people, because of what happened during transatlantic slavery and the man was purposely emasculated on the plantation, if you don't know, they were raped in front of their family members to emasculate them. It was part of programming to break the whole family system down, whatever, whatever. I believe that that is a portion of it, that women were made to look at their men different. And then you go into um, Reconstruction era and then the welfare state and pushing the men out of the home. Uh, when black women joining with feminism, which is a whole other topic, it, it constantly reinforced that the man was not important. Whereas though I believe that a man is a king, he should lead his whole family, right? A man is a king. The black man is a king. You're supposed to honor that, you know, pour into that. He leads you. He pours into you. Boom, boom, boom. Perfect system, right? Right. But that doesn't happen because we've been so programmed that we have to be independent women. And we have to, well, I can be really independent and still be submissive. I can. Like, that's that's definitely something that can happen. Or um, I can be really independent and still pour into my man and honor him and uplift him and not tear him down. Part of being a queen, because we like to refer to ourselves as queens, is being able to 
lift your mate up, your spouse up when they are down. That's very important as well. Um, Eddie said, as a man that's strong and know what he stands for, the money not going to make them uncomfortable. So if a man is strong and knows what he stands for, do you believe that a woman making more money than him is not going to really weigh on his brain too much? It depends on his background, you know? Because are you used to being around certain type of people, you know? Because money isn't just it. It's people make money, but they take it home and that's it. And there's some people with jet setters, you know? Mm-hmm. They're flying here, they're going here, and they're... You know, it's different types of ways to make money. So it depends on the, the situation and what each individual is used to and how that sister is bringing that man into her life. Mm-hmm. You know, she might leave all of that business at work or she might bring it to the home or, you know, try to incorporate it. So it depends on that situation. I agree. I agree. All right. So Eddie said it's a slave mentality for sure. And I do believe that. And hopefully we can just start um, focusing on, you know what I'm saying, just lifting each other up as people. And that's not even a black thing, like all around. Like, it's just, I feel like we're dealing with so much with COVID and Agent Orange in the White House and stuff like that, that I feel like we need to just pour into each other. And there's so much nastiness and hatefulness. Like, we just need to pour into each other. If you have a man, this, this is okay. Let's, let's get it popping. Okay. I'm gonna address the women first, and then we can then we can address the men. Okay. If you have a man who refuses to work, doesn't do anything but play video games all day, uh, won't do anything around the house, wants you to be a uh, Bob the Builder and build him up, and doesn't have any self motivation, any self ambition, things like that, you can talk to him one time and give him a motivational speech. Les Brown. Uh, Denzel Washington got some good ones. There's even a Rocky motivational speech on YouTube. That's it. Once you do that, like, that's trash. Like, at this age, I mean, I'm 39. How old are you? 40. 40. At this age, like, we don't got no time to be wasting on dudes who are going to bring us down. Like, you have to make sure you elevate. If you see, if you, if you get with a guy, he doesn't have to be on the same level as you. Some people feel like he should be. What's up, Jay? Should be, but... Okay, if he's not, that's cool. But he definitely shouldn't bring you down. And I see that a lot. Like, girls wanting to be with somebody so bad that they get with somebody who's going to bring you down. If that dude has went through some hardship or whatever, you just make sure that he is super ambitious. He's going to go out there and get it no matter what. There's just some people who want to go get it and some people who don't. Look for the dude who was selling the candy in seventh grade. You know what I'm saying? You know what you- you know what I'm talking about. Everybody had to do it. Look for the dude who was selling the candy in seventh grade, and that's it. Um, Eddie said, that's why I always say stop, stop, gotta stop giving them type dudes benefits like access to your body and mind. Yes. Stop giving people access to your body and mind who are not pouring into you anything. Well, Reciprocation is the key. Let's be real. I hear what you're saying. Okay. But good penis is a commodity. Let's talk about it. Okay. It's a commodity. I see so many white dudes who are staying relevant because of the penis. And women are, women are they, they try to front and say it doesn't matter. I'm going to tell the truth. Let's talk about okay, it. Okay, let's talk right? about it. It's like it has its own category. <laughs> you know, how he treats his mama, you know, 
does he have a real nine to five or whatever, you know? How does you he take care of his kids? All of that is on one side, mm-hmm. and penis has his own side. Okay. So let's just be real about it or whatever. So a lot of these women put themselves in these circumstances. Not all of them, but a lot of them. Okay. Just like y'all put yourselves in circumstances, which we'll talk about too. We do. It's all about self-love. So there's a whole bunch of humans walking around who don't have enough self-love inside, so they accept certain things. So, uh, Rock Soldier said, if you have a man like that, you shouldn't be be thinking about why and how you attract him. You should be thinking about why and how you attracted a man like that. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, Eddie also said, facts, big facts. Good dick can get you through the door. <laughs> through the door? Through life, bro. All right, let me break it down <laughs> for you. So this is a term we use called being digmatized, right? Uh-huh. And being digmatized means in the, in the sister circle, and uh, I guess it's the same thing as y'all call it, pussy whip or whatever. But anyways, in our, in our circle, digmatized usually means this. It usually means that someone's sex game is so good that it makes you ignore all red flags. It makes you ignore stuff. It makes you, what's up, Andre? It makes you, um. Yeah, it makes you really, things that you normally wouldn't put up with, you put up with because you're really looking, mm-hmm. that person knows how to make you orgasm like nobody else, whatever. Right. It's called being digmatized. Also, digmatized usually comes attached to what we call a homosexual. This is a man who (laughs) who discovered early on that he knew what he was doing. Or he knew he wasn't about shit, so he learned how to eat the box real good. He learned how to give it real good. He learned all these techniques because he worked his ankles. He worked worked what he had. So because that man is also not ambitious... (laughs) He has figured out a way to have a roof over his head and be taken care of. Mm-hmm. So usually he does, he goes and he meets some woman and he puts it down. Like there is even a system where they are like, oh, I'm about to move up in her house. She got cable. She got boom, boom, boom. He puts it down. Typically those women who allow that type of behavior, a guy who won't work, won't provide, won't do nothing. And all she's getting is dick um, are pick me's. Pick me's are women who just want to get picked. So you'll see them in, like, Facebook groups. I'm going to have to call the time out on that one. What? Now, uh-huh. you're totally correct. Mm-hmm. But how many women have not orgasmed? And the moment they find that homosexual, their minds are just blown to bits. It's still so connected it, to a nut. Absolutely. It still is. Absolutely. But it's not a type. No, it's a type. I can I can assure pick you. Me. You said pick me. It's, it's someone's. I believe they weren't pick me or whatever. They they just their monster was blown to bits. Like no. what was that? No. Yes, but they're gonna only deal with that for a little bit of time. A pick okay. me will let him move in. A pick me will take him under her wing. A pick me will do everything for him. Everything. If he needs taxes filed, if he needs to do this, whatever, whatever. Because her main thing is she doesn't have enough love inside of herself that she would rather. Do all this stuff with this man that he can, he's a grown ass man, should do it for himself right. because she doesn't want him to leave. Okay. She puts up with behavior that she normally would not put up with or she would not tell her little sister or daughter to put up with because she doesn't want him to leave. It's more than the dick with the pick me. That's just usually who uh, fuckboys, who digmatized people get with. Now, any woman can be digmatized, but it, it won't last that long. 
At first, we're like, oh my God, black, black, oh my God, I just go to the ocean, ocean, what? Hey, what's good? You know, all that. But eventually, all that behavior, she was like a real grown ass woman, we're like, okay. Because now that now that you broke that seal, mm. oh, oh, I know what I need to do. Oh, you gotta last three minutes longer. Like our brains be working. Yeah. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Don't feed them. You feed us. We're there. <laughs> Good evening, Tanache. Andre, this is my podcast. This is Don't Be Kind of Me podcast season two. Um, getting in that mind. Some men know how to connect. Andre, yes. I mean, that's he said. He said that the you know what I'm saying the sex and getting in that mind. If you want to get with a woman like me, that's. That's okay. what you have to do. So let's, let's build on I'm that. I'm definitely right? safe Let's build on that. So you have the homosexual. Mm -hmm. So what about that man who has that that um that dick game, but he's not a bum. Mm -hmm. So what do you do with that guy? You fight the girls that he messes with. <laughs> like like right now. That bro who just said that. Those those are the guys. That, those are the guys that are winning. Those are guys that win it, right? Like they're damn near invincible. No. Especially, especially in the coronavirus. I wouldn't say that they're invincible. They may be winning as far as putting numbers on the board, but they have a lot of drama. Because when you're that, when you when you have great sex and you're a commodity, you look good, you smell good, you different. got a nice car, you I'll have a nice job. I beg the difference. Listen, I'm a woman. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. I'm a woman they, you from the other so, side. So then that makes the girl want to fight. Whoever okay, I'm going to tell you from the other side of whatever. Especially when we got everything together or whatever, and that's all they, that's all they need is that shoulder to cry on. Because this guy feel, feels a lot of different roles. He's that shoulder to cry on. He's that person who's going to give it to you real or whatever. And he's going to make you come. The guy who, no, the guy who has the good D game, uh -huh. the guy who has everything going for him, uh -huh. he usually is not going to be the shoulder to cry on. He's usually not because he has hybrid. so many women. He's it's a hybrid. He's, it's, 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 he a so many it's a vampire and a liking together. Ooh. Invincible. I disagree. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm just saying. Ladies, chime in. Chime in. It's not. It's not. This is what I've heard. So listen. It's just one of those things. Typically, really, really good, good sex is connected to somebody who just. What you trying to say? Good sex is like to a fucked up person? Not, it's not an absolute, but a lot of times, and I'll tell you why, it, we, we talk about it. Because that's all they have, so they've had no, nothing else to do but master that. Mm. They know, look, I gotta I got make her see stars. I gotta, I gotta put her in outer space, because I don't want to be in the cold. My baby mama ain't talking to me. My mom tired of me. She said my feet smell like corn chips, and I keep sleeping on the couch. Like, they have it in their mind. And I, and I want to make her be able to take care of me. And I want to do that. So I'm going to really, really try to... Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying that's that's kind of how it goes. That's for real. I'm, Damn, just... I'm trying to tell you these vampire-liking hybrids exist. It's not a game. Vampires definitely exist because people will suck the life out of you. But anyways, ladies, there are men who can give you pleasure and all those great things that you look for. But also treat you well and not just be a bum. So if you find yourself digmatized and you're with a bum, ride that wave. No. <laughs> <laughs> Get off the paddleboard after a couple of times. After a couple of times, after you figure out how to, how he may do a new, and you can instruct somebody. Get off the paddleboard. 
Hey, Tanache. Um, Tanache said, exactly. They work on it. It's a craft. It is. I'm trying to tell you it's a craft. Victimization is such a toxic dance. Be warned. For those who didn't know, it's easy to become manipulated in this kind of situation. So it how did sure you jump is. off, Tanache? How did you jump off? Because you sound like that's personal. No, this is, this is a woman's experience. It's true. how she jumped off. So, Tanache, he wants to know, like, how, how did this happen to you? It's, I'm trying to tell you. It happens to a lot of women. It happens. Like, and usually, like, it's, it's down to such a science, just like we have a science. I can usually look at a guy and kind of figure out what's going on, typically. They have it down to a science that from the moment they meet you, they are priming you for that. So, so let's say somebody is mutual friends with somebody else. They request you on Facebook. They say, hey, you know, thank you for the ad. Cool, boom. You don't talk to this dude for two, three months. Uh-huh. Well, during those two or three months, he is studying you. He is looking on your Facebook, studying how you move, what you like, type of things you like, boom, 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 while juggling all types of other women. Oh, yeah. So he's sitting out all the yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? So he's doing all that. So by the time he shoots his shot and he's like, hey, shawty, you know what I'm saying? He is ready. He's like, he knows. You, 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 yeah, I, I, you, I don't know nothing about this. this is... You spit poetry. He's going to come to you and be like, hey, I think you're beautiful. I think you're amazing. You know, you stimulate my mind. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to unlock my chakra plan with you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Yeah, I just want to um, do that. But this is this new poetry spot I wanted to go to. Like, usually girls don't want to go with me like that. But you know what I'm saying? That's, and then the girl will be like, oh, he likes everything I like. But not thinking that he's been, he's been, he's been funny. But real talk, though, right? So... That guy who becomes that guy shouldn't study you. Now, again, I understand he shouldn't study you to manipulate you, but isn't that part of the criteria? So there's this disconnect. There are these good guys who don't know exactly how to engage with you, but then there's these quote-unquote bad guys who do. So what do you do in in, in this atmosphere? Well, Nipsey says, study your queen so that you, if you never have, you can already give her what she wants before she asks for it. I do, I do agree with that. Um, I'm going to have a Battle of the Sexes episode with the WHL podcast, and we are going to really get into that. There is a happy medium. Dudes, dudes, you can come on down. Dudes right. say, dudes say, oh, that's because y'all want the bad boys, and you don't want the nice guys. No, nah, we don't so? want the corny guys. No. And just because, listen. Don't put them that cool. No, I want to break it down. So, so some women view anybody who's not a bad boy as corny. That's not what I'm saying. That's stupid. That's stupid. Now that's young. That's young. I'm saying just because I want, I have a standard. I want to be attracted to the person. Mm -hmm. I want them to stimulate me uh, mentally. I want them to have some drip. That doesn't make me messed up. Just like y'all want certain things. I don't. When when guys be like, oh. No, the reason why she I think we're more flexible women though. Y'all are. Well, the reason why she keeps uh getting in messed up relationships is because she wants she wants she don't want the uh the nice guy. Now sometimes the nice guy is ugly. Sometimes the nice guy has to be in a sausage. Sometimes the nice guy can't hold a conversation. Well, sometimes, sometimes the have... nice guy is intimidated when he goes in the room of other men and that's just not but eternal. How many times have you even got to that point to realize all of that? Come on, let's be real. Have you gotten to that point to realize young... those things? Those are juvenile people, though. I'm talking about real women. Like, you, you can you can be a nerd and really get it with me. 
I like stim I like my brain being stimulated. You could really, but nerds don't approach me. They don't. And if they do, it's okay. like a, a, a little. That's, a, that's, you another, that's another lane or whatever. Because a lot of times we don't connect men and women because we're not patient enough. Men, we're not patient enough for what I have to deal with that system, whatever. Well, we know you <laughs> who has the, <laughs> the layers there or whatever. But then women are patient enough whatever because if you don't show me what you're working with right now, that you have this amazing conversation, that you, you know what I'm saying, have some swag or whatever, then I'm not, you know what I'm saying, available for you. Because well, come on, you because y'all waste our time so much. Do you know how much my time gets wasted in the I inbox? understand. That's why if I just met you, I have nothing to do with all that. Other no, stuff. you don't, but I'm not trying to be what what you do into that. I'm just not. What's she doing? What you know before that or whatever, right? If, you know, Dexter comes up in the inbox or whatever, and he's just like, how are you doing? It's not even what you're doing yet or whatever. I'm not trying to hear that. Because you know what? There was no bells and whistles that went off of my head when I saw Dexter's page. Come on now. Really? That's Dexter's That's page? attraction. Like, y'all don't go through pages going, oh, okay, she a fan. Okay, mm -hmm. Come on, man. No, no, no. What we do is or whatever. We hit up about 20 people or whatever. And whoever gets us back, they're like, what up? Oh, it's been exposed. So it's the numbers game with y'all. But at least we're available to hear you no, out. we have a standard. You know? We don't just hit, hit it's, anyone. It's the other way around or whatever. Out of 20, you just thought two that was obviously your type. But it could have been five more that could have met that criteria. That's true. And you're not going to win in that. If, if you're playing those type of numbers, you're not going to win. But that's when patriarchy comes in because for so long, women have been taught to not date. We are just getting to the point where we are actually dating and accepting dates and conversations from multiple men. Whereas okay. for so long, if you talk to even more than one person, you were considered a hoe. I'm with you on that. When but you, you really aren't. But for, all, for, for your whole lifespan and for every man... Right. Hey, let's take, let's take a step back, whatever. Dating or whatever is at least some type of interaction. You guys aren't even interacting with us or whatever. Like, no, I don't even want to hear from you. No, if, if, a, if, a, if a chick does no, I don't want to hear from you. You did something wrong. Are you? Do you know how many random penis pics I get in my inbox that I've never asked for? That's, hold on, hold on. That's I'm just saying that kind of stuff. I'm not talking to you. That's one side. And it's actually. And, and I'll say, yeah, I'm just going to say, hey, you're probably better than most. But we're talking about just the normal, hello, how you doing? And it looks my good. Name is I'm Eric, like, blah, blah, blah. Can I speak to you? You know? Mm -hmm. So that's not enough swag for me. What? It's just a greeting. You're putting too much onto it or whatever. That's the thing. That's why That's why the guys you're talking about, we were previously talking about or whatever, they're winning. Because you know what? They got that down pat. I'm going to hit it with all this swag instead of content. You guys are, again, some. Well, I'm looking some for, I'm looking have for no swag, patience. drip, and content all together. But, but ladies, he's saying something true. So give, give the man a little bit of time to show you who he is. I, for one, can't just have swag, can't just have content. I need both. You just crazy. Oh, well, I mean, what? Right, yo, we got to have ass and oh, Off the bat, you know what I mean? Okay. Off the bat. All right, so let's get back into some of these comments. Mm. So Tanasha talked about the fuck boys, and she said there's nothing else to offer, so they study that shit and give quality a dick, but be a whole F boy in person. That is true, true, true. Say it again. Repeat that. She said the reason why they do that is they have nothing else to offer. The guys who get you... Uh, who are F boys who get you dick massage? You know what I'm saying? They don't have nothing else to offer. 
Um, let's be for real, Tamashe. Some of your best experiences with these fuck boys. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. I hear you. I hear. I hear it. Some of her best sexual experiences, but they take you through so much mentally, it's not even worth it in the end when you figure out you can find it somewhere else. Okay. We're going to go with that. That's true. It's true. Andre said, to be clear, I'm speaking on truly getting with a woman and being down for just her. I came in late on this. Excuse me. No, you're speaking like a true gentleman, and that's definitely what um, men should be doing. But men are out here moving crazy. I'm trying to tell you. I was married for 18 years. I got into the dating game. But is it just our fault? I mean, the atmosphere is just set up that way. No, I'm going I'm to address the women in a minute, too. Okay. It's, there, there's a lot of F shit going on right now. Okay. A lot of fuck shit going on. Okay. It's crazy. It's crazy. The biggest thing I see that has changed since I was single, um, I mean, I was married from the time I was 19, so it was a time period. But, you know, when I was young, like, men was a certain way. They may have been a little more misogynistic, in okay. my opinion. I mean, we had songs that ain't no fun. But mm-hmm. there were certain things, like a man had a certain amount of pride. And now men, um, not all, and shout out to all y'all kings out there who don't do this, but a lot of men expect you to chase them. A lot of men want to be taken care of. Um, if we're taking care of each other, that's fine. To... Be a grown-ass man <laughs> and expect a grown woman to take care of you, coddle you so much like your mother. That's a problem. I also think it's connected to the fact that in our culture, we coddle our men and we tell our women to go get it. That's another subject for another podcast. But in black culture, we do that. We tend to coddle our boys, to, and there's, there's reasons for that. And then we tend to tell the girls, no, you got to do this. You got to do this from a young age. Boom, boom, boom. And I think that's having a, a detriment on our culture. Agreed. It's true. But shout out to all the kings who are able to rise above that. Um, so to answer your question, Ganache said, it is personal. I jumped off when I got tired of waiting for what he said was going to happen to happen. How long did that take, though? And that's the last question I asked about that. How long did that take? When I applied pressure and held that ass accountable, shit got fuzzy. Thank God I remembered the work I put in to show myself my own worth, and he wasn't he wasn't conducive for the direction I'm going in my life. Yes! <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Um, Andre said so there's still some of the good guys out there. I know. When I talk, I'm not talking in absolute because there, there absolutely is some good guys out there. And then there are situations. Because a lot of times, it's a lot of women that say, hey, he became a good guy for someone else. Sometimes, just I'm just going to be truthful. Men, we play the game of win. We're competitive. Mm-hmm. So whatever winning means to us at that time, sometimes winning means getting that ass. Sometimes winning means having someone to talk to. Sometimes winning means, you know what? Something about her makes me want to be better. Mm-hmm. That's our nature. Our nature isn't just get in a relationship, see where it goes. We don't play like that. We play to win. So the thing is, I think where men and women are different, we see things for what they are sometimes. I just because you want to be in a relationship with me, whatever, doesn't mean I want to be in a relationship with you. I agree. But you're sexy as fuck. I want to fuck you. We're going to play the game to win. I agree because, listen... Because I like to learn, as you know, 
So I was a little shocked when I got into the dating scene. I was like, what the hell is going on out here? This is crazy. I got, you know, I'm a, I'm a very sensitive person where my heart on my sleeve. I was like, what is going on? You know, I didn't think that grown people would act like this. But I adjusted. And I started studying the men. And now I'm being told that I'm a whole nigga out here. <laughs> people are like, you're such a man. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't feel like I'm a man. I just studied the game. And I position myself to not be vulnerable or to really go after what I want or say, okay, boom, this, I know this ain't going to work out. Da, 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 da. Whereas though in the past, I was working with more of a feminine energy in that regard. And then I'd be like, oh, I got to give him a chance. And oh, I got to, right. oh, I got to right. settle. Um, I don't like that I became that way because I want to work to always walk in my divine feminine, but it's hard out here for a pimp. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Who is that? Hey, Aisha. So, Rock, soldier, I see your comment. So, Rock said, I respect your point of view, Queen, but it seems like you're using the worst-case scenario for the dude and a mild-to-best-case scenario for the women. I haven't even got on the women yet. We're going to go on to the she women. She has some brothers, so. Yeah. I haven't. Um, I'm just talking about the women in these particular situations where men expect the woman to take care of them or men have really good D-game, but they're not bringing anything else to the table, but... I'm not even getting on the women yet. We're about to get into that. And I know he's going to have a whole bunch to say about that one. Y'all got to forgive me because I am like, this is new and I cannot figure out my comments. Here we go. Yeah, Tanashi, I just answered that one. She wanted to make sure that you saw her answer to your question. I saw love. Thank you. She said, I dipped my toes about two years ago, disengaged to level up. But I believed in his dream, so I tried again after a year of not speaking. This go-around lasted three months. I have a timeline of things I'm accomplishing, and he knew that. But I didn't see the progress, so got to go. Okay. I'm sure there's a lag in comments. I'm not, I, I don't know. This is my first time going live from a podcast, so sorry, guys. Um, so let's get into the women of what's going on in this dating scene. Nice. Okay, well, since you're a man, do you want do you want me to see what I observe, or do you want to? I want you to start. I okay. It was a, you know, volley. Mm -hmm. you know? The first thing I, I observe is um, there's a big spirit of demasculization going on. Um, a lot of women are blocking men or good men from their life because... They want, they're so used to having to do everything on their own. They won't allow someone else to come in. They were raised without fathers. Not all of them, but a lot of them were raised without fathers, such as myself. Um, so you don't, you don't understand a male energy that much unless you, you specifically go out and learn it. So when you get with somebody, you're great, and the man is like, uh, you're walking down the street, and he's like, no, no, babe. He pulls you and doesn't want you to walk on the side of the street. Instead of being like, oh, you know, he's trying to protect me. Like, a man should walk by the, by the road where the, where the cars are. She might pop off and be like, don't be grabbing me like that. What are you doing? Da, 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 da. That's a problem. Right. Because if you don't allow a man to be a man, then he is going to seek someone who allows him to be a man. That's just really what it is. Just like women, we don't, if, if a man is not allowing us to nurture and whatever, whatever we're going to find something to nurture. That's just real. Okay. All right, Tanashi, it's cool. Uh, Andre, you'll have to look at the beginning of the podcast. This is Eric. 
so that's, that's something that I've observed. Okay. I've also observed um, women who are way too masculine. I just talked about, you know, how I've kind of developed it. I think it's becoming that way because of situations, but there are women who just don't provide a peaceful space. Like, if, if you want a man to feel good and be the king you want him to be because you feel like you're a queen, you have to provide a peaceful space. He's already fighting the world, especially if he's a black man. You know how much he deals with in the public before he comes home? So if he comes to the door after working and you're all rah, rah, blah, 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 as soon as he comes in the door, that's not going to be a peaceful situation or a peaceful space. So that's something that I see that definitely could be um, worked on. Um, also, with entertainment comes influence. And there is a big push for women to chase a man for a bag. Yeah. Chase a man for ambition, not for a bag. If he has it now, and that's your standard, that he has to have it now, he has to already be established, that's cool. You have a standard. If your standard is he just has to be able to go get it, that's cool. But chasing a man just for his money will leave you with an STD, a baby, a whole bunch of side chicks. Like, a, a man with a bag with nothing else to offer is not going to give you nothing but a bag and some dick. You only got a Birkin bag, but your heart broke every night. Yeah. That's a problem. All right, go ahead. Um, okay. So I'm going to take it here. Mm-hmm. So you made great points. So mm-hmm. when said men realize that who are um, successful, why is it automatically thrust upon them? They, they can't handle a sister if they choose to go to another race, especially white. Now, I will say this before that. You really want to get into that? Oh, absolutely. Because okay. I think we had this conversation before, if I remember. Not, uh, not all <laughs> those men I deem are just those weak men. We have, say, you have Simi Poitiers, yeah, Harry Belafonte's or whatever, right? Like, those guys shows white women for whatever reason, right? But that is like the go-to statement. You can't handle me. So could it be that they won just found love with someone else who didn't have as much melanin as, as them, and then maybe to a lesser degree or whatever, a lot of the sisters they were running into emasculated men. Mm-hmm. I think that is a huge subject. I think it it's is. so complex. So I think you touched on it a little bit. I think that as far as his question is, why is it that when a black man... Um, gets with someone from a different race, the automatic rebuttal is that, oh, y'all just can't handle this. And I'm going to just keep it a buck because 75% of y'all can't. That's really what it is. And, be- Where and, that and number from? I'm just saying a number. It's not really true. But anyways, so of course, there are men who don't think like that. I do not think that for one second, Harry Belafonte cannot handle a black woman. If you know his history, like leave him alone. I had a conversation. Right. I don't think that Sidney Poitier cannot handle a black woman. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't think that Jordan Peele can't handle a black woman. For him to be able to write what he writes is because he's in an interracial relationship, so he understands covert racism. Sometimes those interracial relationships are going to allow our stories to be told in a different way because, I can speak personally, you're around situations and conversations that you're not privy to when most of the majority of people you're around is black people. That's true. But, on the other hand, you know there are some dudes 
who get with a white girl or whatever and then they talk down on black chicks. They talk down on them. Mm -hmm. They say, oh yeah, because this, this, and that. That comes from the need to assimilate because of white oppression and programming that has went through, then we have black women and black men who feel like, well, if I assimilate, I can be just like them. It's like the overseer, the, the guy who said help with the overseer, so I can be like them. That's my problem. I don't care who you date, whatever, I have my views on all of that. I don't care. As long as you don't get with somebody and all of a sudden start downing your race. And as long as you, no matter who you're with, gain knowledge of self and stay true to that. And that might come between you and your relationship when that person can't understand what you're walking through. But always stay true to who you are. Don't don't carry your people because you got a snow bunny. Like that's whack. That's that's the thing. Women say that because men will do that. They'll they'll say, Oh, well, black women can't do this. The same way that women generalize men and say all men ain't shit because they could continue to pick nothing but piece of shit men. Sometimes men will say, Well, all black women, they have an attitude, da, 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 da. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take from this standpoint, right? We are harsh men and black culture, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we're the only ones who like your how attractive or unattractive you are, we put on front street. Like that's a consistent, constant joke. Colorism, all of that. Mm -hmm. Like I think in my opinion or whatever, and I haven't paid attention to other races, but we do it more than anybody else. So you're this black guy who isn't attractive, you know, physically. And so you've been demeaned your whole life. What does he do with that? He still wants a black woman, but now you're of age, especially if you have any success. What do you do with that? You seek out like-minded black women. The same thing that y'all expect us to do when you tell women, well, you got to stop picking the same kind of guy. You have to train yourself to seek out women. That, that guy usually wants the hood chick, Miss Ratchet, or, or, or a woman who is like super, super do Issa Rae, Molly type of woman. Yes, she gonna clown you. If you yes. Remember when I talk about black men, the original statement is we're more realistic about what we have to offer. So we will never get any love, any dates, any sex, whatever we want, if we keep on going outside of what we can actually obtain. And as a black woman, let me let you know, they all shoot their shot. Okay, we're gonna do that too. Yes, you we're do. We're gonna do that too. So, so you can't internalize it. Like, they won't be with me because you're in a whole different level. Yeah, There's levels to this. Like, we're gonna shoot our shot. The point is, we're not just gonna keep it at that level. We're not just gonna go and shoot our shot or whatever at Megan Good, and then be like, if I can't get Megan Good, I'm not gonna date. We don't do that though. But we're gonna try, and then we're still gonna deal with. No, you know, you, but I, you'll I, say, I, I'm, I'm just not gonna date black women. You'll say that. Not people I know, but I, I get it. Well, not not you specifically, yeah. but that happens, you know. So I think in general, what we're agreeing on is that women and men need to come to a place where they really access self love for themselves, figure out what their standards are, what they want, and just go after that and stop putting so many qualifications and everything else. You know, I I, I want to feel energy and good vibes. You know, just go. Go with what your spirit like pulls you to. That's my advice. So, anyways, that was good. You have to come for the uh, men versus women battle of the sexes joint because we're going to get into it. Absolutely. So, we're going to get into a segment called 
that's that shit I don't like, like um, Chief Keith's song. Okay. Um, this is really where we just showcase, like, things we just don't like. And I'm going to talk about it. So what I don't like, I touched on it a little bit earlier. I cannot stand you men who hop in the inbox and you have really nothing to say. <laughs> you laugh. Okay, I'm going to tell you how it goes. Hello, beautiful. Okay. Hello. How are you today? Good. How are you? Great. 24 hours. Hello, beautiful. Hello. What are you doing, gorgeous? Working? What are you doing? Just chilling. Nothing. Just chilling. Three hours later. W-Y-D. And you're like, okay. I don't know how to answer. Six hours later. W-Y-D. Next morning. Good morning, beautiful. It's like, it's this, like, really, really. Okay. Don't hop in my inbox unless you have something to say. Okay. And when I say something to say, you're not going to just, what, you doing me to death. Let's, let's progress. You want to take me for a walk somewhere? You want to go out on a date? Let's figure out something. You want to ask me my interests? Ask you what your interests are. Who you be with, things right. to make you smile, what numbers to dial, right? All right. So now, I don't think you're worried about those guys that you're not interested in in the first place, right? Mm -hmm. That's usually, you know, Alicia should. Mm -hmm. Do some intel. Okay, who is this person? Hey, who's in my Who's in my inbox? Does he even live near me? Because if he lives across the country, then what are we talking about in the first place? Unless he frequents, you know, BMV, right? So you do a little intel, right? Okay. I'm ready for this guy to, you know, come correct. So that's the first thing I think you should do. Do you do that? Is that something you should do? Um, repeat again. Are you do any type of intel. He's in my inbox. Now if, I do. If, if he's interesting, would I be interested? Now I do. I didn't before. That's one of those manly things I picked up on. There you they go. They do intel on there, us. Now I there, do intel. There you go. I because do. that is a first step late. I, right? I definitely agree. Because the thing is, whatever, right? Take it as, I think people, it's kind of archaic, you know, when you're in the inbox, right? Mm -hmm. It's about man chase, 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 chase. But as we know, we've evolved, right? Mm -hmm. To the point where if I meet you in person, sometimes you might shoot your shot. Or if you've been looking at me across the room and I approach you or whatever and I say hello, you might, you know, jump up on the conversation. But it doesn't happen in the inbox that way, right? So if you do your intel and you're interested, why not say, how are you doing today, sir? Mm -hmm. What's for lunch today? Blah, 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 blah. So that's what I a poor woman to do. And that's if you're interested. Now, if you're not interested in the first place or whatever, it's just like, yeah, you're going to have to get a little bit more out of me if you want it, you know? But if you are interested or whatever, what's wrong with, you know, you, you know, showing some interest by, you know, saying a little bit more than just responding to saying hello? Um, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, if, if, if that interest is coming towards you. But as far as a woman being the main pursuer, yeah. shout out to Paula. Men chase, women choose. Okay. That's one of the best words of advice I ever was given, and it's true. If y'all want to be treated like kings, you better step up and be a leader. I get it. Hands down. I'm just saying, sometimes or whatever, you know, 
like when you're in a club, let's just think back to being in person, right? And somebody is interests you or whatever across mm-hmm. the room, sometimes you know what? Gives him, you know, some eye contact. Yeah, we now do again, that. he still has to come across the room and holler at you, but give him something. Yeah, I mean, I'll give him, I, I, I never go up to a dude and be like, what's up? I, I'm, I'm going to give you a signal. Mm-hmm. If you're not smart enough to take a signal, you're either not smart enough to take a signal or you got a situation. Right. Cool, right. right? But I'm going to give you a signal. Right. If and you there could be, be signals online too, you know? Like, because we go through the same thing too, whatever. Rejection is real. And so, yeah, sometimes. I mean, but some guys or whatever, they might be scared to shoot their shot. You know? Is rejection really real though when you're when you're texting twenty girls in one morning? It's not really real. You don't care about the bras. You don't care about the bras until they really I'm gonna break it down. Okay. None yeah. of the twenty responded, hell yeah. You're fe- you're feeling defeated as a motherfucker. Yeah, but your whole point was going by quantity. But if zero so, percent are hollering back at you, yeah, you are kind of mad. That's a brown. Somebody in my family. What's up? I can't see the name though for some reason. Um, I just think the tiny brown. What's up? That's not my sister though. That's I think cousin. Okay. So I hear what you're saying. Well, that's a bad day if you over twenty. Oh, that's a bad day. You feeling that? You be like my fucking line is dry as hell. No, those are usually the dudes who who um. There's another, there's, there's, a, there's a flip side to the pickneys. There's also the guys who pay to play. Okay. So they will get rejected, 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 rejected. So then the next girl they go for, they try to throw their money in her face to try to get her. So what's the line? What's the fool? His introduction is what? It's the whoops, Hello, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. His second. It's the second comment. Or, no, no, look, look. This is another thing I touch on. So, I'm an activist. You know, everybody knows I like to uh, stand up for my people and for all that's right in the world. Right now, I'm wearing a British T-shirt made by the incomparable Eddie Banks, one of my favorite young people. Um, This is from the Leaders of Peace. These are the young people that I've marched with sometimes. I was at this actual march. Boom, boom, boom. But what I have discovered... Because I've went to marches for years, right? But something, I guess because it's more of a trendy, I hate that it's trendy, but I, but I love that it's trendy, if that makes sense. Yeah. But it's more of a trendy thing, right? Mm-hmm. That I've discovered that guys will, they'll send me a friend request. I'll see, okay, we got mutual friends or whatever. I'll add them. And I guess they study because they're doing Intel. Mm-hmm. And they will hop in the inbox and be like, it's different. It's not Hello Beautiful. What is it? It's. Hello, no, Grand Rising Black Queen. Do they see how I talk? Grand Rising Black Queen. Okay. What are you getting into today? I see that you are um, out there doing it for our people. I think that is so amazing. Yeah, I'm about to go to this protest. When they really have never protested before, I'm honored. I love it. Like, okay, go ahead and go protest. But that's their way of getting in now, too. Like, they they use anything, which that's how I found out that y'all do intel. I was like, oh, they watching my Facebook. You know what I'm saying? They'll do that, or they'll or they'll come in like, hey, I like poetry, da 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 I start talking to them, I'm like, oh, yeah, Sanchez and Nikki Giovanni, and they're like, what? And I'm like, oh, okay. You don't really like poetry. You like to get in. Um, so, I forgot what we were talking about, but 
they are different now. They use Intel. Women should definitely use Intel as well. Okay. Find out how they are. Um, I do Intel. I see a lot of fights with baby bombers on the Facebook. Engage with brothers sometimes. It's a two-way thing, you know? He's trying to get to know you, but don't you want to get to know him? I'm like, come on. Yes, but that's reciprocation. Right. The man is the leader. He is True. the leader. Very so true. if you, I'm, I'm gonna. It's a dance, right? So you come, you come to me. You be like, you know, I think you fly. Blah, blah, blah. Cool. Now, my, now my my ears are up. Okay, he likes me. Okay, he's okay. cute. He's hold nice. On, hold on, ears are up. Let's go from that point, or whatever. Right? Mm -hmm. Building blocks. That's the thing. Because the thing is, <laughs> I can give you compliments until I turn blue in the face. Mm -hmm. Let me know that you're interested too. Don't have me out there, whatever. Because there's a lot of guys who give excellent content. I'm talking, I'm telling you about my day, I'm asking real good questions, but you're not even interested. Let me know off the bat or whatever, but you know what? I think you're attractive too. And then let me go from there. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times, whatever, it's just great, great you space and everything, we don't know. And then you get mad at a guy who's like, oh, he he went in or whatever too much. He was like, yo, I've been complimenting you for weeks, and then I want your number. And he's like, oh, you're going too fast. I'm mm -hmm. going too fast. You serious? You said I'm sensitive. Did somebody hurt you? Nah, not today. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. Like, first of all, be upfront with people. If you're not interested, then they keep pursuing you. Let them know if you are interested. Um, I think I, for me, if I'm talking to you, then there is some level of interest there. I'm not going to just jump into something with you um, 48 hours in. Well, unless I'm really, 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 really feeling you. That's very rare. But when it happens, that usually doesn't get reciprocated. No, so so most here, women don't want to. People out here shooting their shot or whatever. Like, yo. They shooting their shot, but that don't mean that just because people are shooting a shot does not mean that's the type that really gets me, like, you know. Mm -hmm. Typically, when I get excited for something, the, the excitement is not on the same level, and I cannot deal with that. I have to have reciprocation. And I'm waiting for my king that I manifested under the new moon two two uh two moons ago. What do you say? Wait for your David. I'm I'm shit. I don't know. I'm gonna be there tomorrow. I'm just saying, you know, I, all the kings or whatever, I, I deem him as the man's man, you know. I'm waiting for a man to Musa. Okay, <laughs> be saying that's Musa David or <laughs> Ace, a king. I'm looking away from Mandingo Musa. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, so that's that shit I don't like. So what is um? What did you want to say? That All what's your right. segment? All right. We're talking about COVID, and so it's a whole lot of COVID action in inboxes and um, all of these dating sites, Facebook, um, all of the plenty of fits, whatever you're into or you've heard about. And so um, what I've seen personally and what some of my dudes have talked to me about is, you know what, one of the questions are, you know, what are you attracted to, ladies? And so it's a consistent answer that women tell me, oh, I want a man with ambition or smart or, you know, treats me well or good. All of that is all good. But where is the physical attributes? Now, of course, you should want to give me personality traits, but let's be real. Part of attraction is physical. Stop acting like you're so deep. Please, <laughs> miss me with that or whatever. You know what I mean? Because if, if that was the point or whatever, he could be five foot zero. He could have no swag or whatever, and you're on it. But those guys ain't winning, so we know that's not the truth. So just tell us what, what you want. 
be upfront with us like you want us to be upfront with you. But you know what? When women tell you the truth about what they want, we always get that, oh, you just want something that doesn't exist. If we say, if I really describe to you the type of man I want. Go ahead. I want let's, let's start off with that. What's your type? Okay. Let's All right. Up. Intelligent. Okay. Um, with swag, with drip. Okay. With drip. So we can say that is both physical and personality. Yeah. Okay. Preferably from the hood. Okay. But his intelligence has gotten him out of the hood, and he understands the hood, but he understands corporate as well. Tech, tech Did you memorize this? Oh, I, I haven't. Okay, let's go. let's go. Okay. Technically, from I like hood dudes. I do. Right. But street intelligence, and you got to have corporate intelligence as well. Um, physically... Light skin, okay. tall, skinny. If he's dark skin, he can be more stalky. I break it down. I'm trying to tell you, he can be more stalky. Because <laughs> there's a reason. For I see. He can be more stalky, but definitely still has to be at least 5'8 or above for me. Mm. Um, knowledge of self. Like, oh, a man who really has knowledge of self is a, is a big turn on for sure. Great father, if he has children. Compassionate. Empathetic gentlemen. Oh, I love a thug gentleman. Lady, so women know what I'm talking about. There are some men out there. What's up, Ray? There are some men out there who are thug gentlemen, meaning they come from that street background for the most part. They may have grown up in the hood, but they had the values instilled in them from their grandma or their mom, and they know how to treat a woman. So they know. So you. So you walk around. A woman. A woman's main thing, just at a at a human instinctual level, is to be protected right. because she is a woman. So you know, no matter what pops off, my man got my back. But at the same time, he got my back. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I got you. Yeah, man. Ambitious. Doesn't doesn't mind how ambitious I am. We work together. He wants to build big businesses. His mind's always going funny. Yeah. Cultured, mm-hmm. cultured, hip hop head, music head, and hip hop head. Uh, it's a requirement for me. Um, likes to do things such as poetry or go to art um, museums. Like if I say, the problem with dudes who are from the hood sometimes is if you say, "Oh, it's the art museum." What's an art like? I I need somebody who's able to move in a room full of vultures. What was that accent? That was like a hood in Alabama. Whatever. Well, look, like crown. That's a crown <laughs> accident. I got you. But what I'm saying is, like, I need a man, or I want a man who is able to move in a room full of vultures because that's what I can do. Okay. Most people who know me, you put anybody in this room, I'm going to have a conversation with them, and I can tailor myself to that person for that conversation. Some of that comes from me being a hairstylist in my regular life, but a lot of it comes from code switching. Black people have that gift. Due to having a having a code switch. Mm-hmm. So hey, hey, right. So um I want a man who can do that too. Like sometimes like you want to go out to your office party. You don't want a dude gonna come up in there and be like Y'all got some scraps? Nah, man. Like, yeah, you need somebody who's gonna be able to that's cool if we like chilling, but you know, you gotta know when to do stuff, where to do stuff at. Right. So doesn't that sound like that's too much? Oh, doesn't live at his mom's house, drives his own car, um, does amazing sweet gestures just because, reciprocates love, reciprocates caring, 
uh, believes in some old school roles, being as though I will cook, I will clean, you can help some. Mm -hmm. I ain't doing no yard work. Well, you can do that. Fix my car. A real man will prefer a long list and a bullshit list. No, that's my list. I've been told that my list is, is I'm never going to find it's a unicorn. That's the point, whatever. We, we will respect the real list compared to a bullshit list. Because you didn't add, when you don't add anything or whatever, like looks or you know the extra things or whatever, like you said, hey, I need them to get. Oh, I have to be physically attractive. Absolutely, have to be. Like this is with the bullshit or whatever, you know. It's just like yeah, historically we were known the game, but now like more than seven inches. But let's go keep going. Go, go ahead. I mean, there you go, whatever. Because I mean, let us know that we in the game or we not in the game. Because I mean that helps us out too. So yeah, that's that shit. I don't like, like, yo, you try to act like, you know, everything's PC. I just want a man to, like, you know, be able to pray with me and build with me. And, and, you know, I don't care if he's a midget. And, I'm sorry. A little person or whatever. But, yeah. We, Sometimes a woman does just want a man to pray with him. Until she gets with him and she realizes there's nothing else that she likes about that guy. Exactly. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with actually, you know, understanding that you have preferences. Now, again, sometimes flexibility comes into play. But if you don't know what you want, you're going to get some shit. Period. True, true, true. So our next segment is Hustle and Motivate. Um, this episode is titled Black Parade because of Beyonce's song, which definitely celebrates black culture, black history, which I'll kind of get into a little later with our next segment, which will be our last segment. Um. <clears throat> But hustle and motivate. So I want to focus on people who are inspiration in our culture or um, just in general. So do you have anybody to add to that before? Oh, my um, hustler is direct person to me, my mother. I know a lot of people like to say that, and that's cliche, but, you know, mine is for real. You know, if mm -hmm. you know her story, like, it should be a lifetime special. So she continues to be the hustler in my in my life and my family, and so like nobody's more of a hustler in my life or in my lifetime than my mother. You know she has up, overcame so much, and so that's why I even look at black women like that because I identify that there's a black woman like that that exists. So that must mean there's some greatness in black women for me somewhere. So yeah, that's my person that motivates me on an everyday basis. Shout out to mothers, black mothers, and your mother, for sure. Absolutely. Um, so what I wanted to do in this segment is showcase some people who have been an inspiration to me or who have um, motivated me. First, I want to shout out Lorenzo Ross, who has helped me with every logo that I've ever needed. Um, he helped me train on video editing software, which is going to make the podcast better. Um, he's constantly being there for me. He is like my brother, and he is the best graphic design artist I know. Please check him out. It's L. Ross Designs, anything you need. He even does brand identity, for sure, um, inspiration. And one of the biggest helps in my podcast last season and getting me through that first season, which is very hard for anybody who has done it before, um, that's again, that's Lorenzo Ross, L. Ross Designs. Also, I want to give a shout out to somebody I've known since I was a little girl. 
And he doesn't know I'm doing this, but his name is Brahim Stallworth. Brahim, um, also known as Brim, from Georgetown Village. Yes, with British Virginia, where I'm from. Brahim um, was a huge hand in getting me certain guests last season. Um, a lot of people don't know that, but behind the scenes, he was hooking me up with uh, some of these go-go bands, and I'm internally grateful, and thank you, Brim, for sure. Um, next, I want to talk about Leaders of the Peace. There are some young people in Fredericksburg who are standing up for Black lives and for human rights in general. They are um, a bit of dope individuals that I've gotten to know. Um, sometimes people will look at the youth and be like, oh, y'all shouldn't do it this way. Y'all shouldn't do that. Y'all shouldn't do that. Well, it's easy to say that from home. So that's why I like to march with the youth because you get to be there with wisdom if you've been there before, but also just to kind of know them yourself. And they're great individuals. Um, and that's why I am wearing the Brick City shirt today. I was at this particular march, and this was when we went back to the police station because the Fredericksburg police station gassed us and shot us with rubber bullets on May 31st of this year. And we went back a month later to have a conversation with them um, about that. They turned their backs on us, but, you know, it is what it is. But they fight every day. They march every day, 4 p.m., City Hall, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Um, I just think they're a, a group of dope young people. They really inspired me because that passion is there. I remember Tupac saying, if you don't catch somebody before they're 28, that passion is gone because they have so much going on in life. Um, just their passion and, excuse my French, their I don't give a fuck, is dope. Right. It's what we, we start losing the older we get. They just, right. look, this is wrong. Let's fix it. Like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? So, definitely shout out to them. And then I want to give a shout out to an amazing event that I got to participate in this um, weekend. I was a volunteer at. It's called Peace in the Paint, and that's what you see on this cup. Peace in the Paint. There is a neighborhood down here called Mayfield, and this was the eighth annual Peace in the Paint that my friend Trell puts on. Um, also known as Mr. Armani from Major League Band, Gogo Band, dope Gogo Band. Check them out if you haven't. Um, but basically, they they put together, and, and Keisha does it too, um, they put together a whole day for the community. You don't have to be from that community to come there. People come from all over. They had some guys from Richmond playing basketball, um, kids from all over. But they have basketball tournaments all day. We also had giveaways. We gave away bikes, PlayStations, game systems, um, sneakers, an abundance of sneakers. So many sneakers that even when it was over yesterday, he went out and was just giving them to people that he saw that needed was in need. So that was a really, really good um, event, and it really inspired me. Like, we can all do more in our community. I feel like I do do a lot, but I've never done nothing like that, and that was just beautiful. It was beautiful to see black people just family reunion type shit. Food trucks, um, all that good stuff. And, and people commented on my live and were like, oh, I don't see any COVID, social distancing or whatever, whatever. I feel you. I had my mask on the whole time. It was really hot. It was really hot. I can't police what anybody else does. I can't. But I wasn't going to not be a part of this <clears throat> great thing for the community because of COVID because I'm tired of it. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm tired. So what I do is I try to protect myself as much as I can. I try to tell people to protect themselves. But I can't police anybody else. 
But shout out to Peace in the Paint. Make sure y'all go next year. It was a dope, dope event. And the legendary Junkyard Band came down to Fredericksburg and cranked. I mean, it was, it was something to see. So I was really excited about that. So <clears throat> the next thing I am going to close out with is called If You Don't Know, Now You Know. So I think with the internet and with people sitting at home more and knowledge being more readily available, I'm seeing a trend of people gaining more knowledge of self. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Okay. That's beautiful to me. That is amazing that they are doing that. Um, <clears throat> if you don't know what knowledge of self is, is as a black person in diaspora, we were cut off from our religion, our education, our spirituality, um, our truth. You know, most people don't realize where science and math came from, where astrology came from, things like that. They don't understand ancient Kemet. They don't, they don't even know about Mansa Musa, who I... Um, mentioned earlier, the more that you gain knowledge of self, the more that you love yourself because we've been programmed for so long subconsciously to think of ourselves as less than. The more you gain knowledge of self, you'll, you'll walk more upright. You'll have a certain swagger about you. And it's very sexy. <laughs> it becomes very sexy. <clears throat> but I think it's very important. And I'm going to tell you why. Because some of the ills that go on in our community I believe knowledge of self is the cure to those ills. So, whereas though, you know, poverty brings about crime, right? We know that. So, because us Latinos, different people have been redlined into certain areas, mm -hmm. there's going to be more poverty there, which brings about crime. There's no such thing as black on black crime. We'll get into that another time, but there's no such thing as that. Everybody commits crime within their proximity. <clears throat> but, just addressing us, it's very difficult for you, even when your stomach is hurting and you're growling, to kill somebody over their last $50 when you see yourself in that person. Right. It's very difficult to do that. Right. But when you're programmed that that person and you are less than someone else, it's very easy because you don't see the God in that person. But when we look at each other, we should see God. Mm -hmm. We should see God, right? There is no heritage. There is no heritage, bro. It's just like I'm here. I, if, I in, if, my, if I die today, there's nothing after me. There's mm -hmm. nothing before me. So, I'm, yeah. I'm, so that, that disconnection right. just fuels different um, ills in our community. And it was done on purpose. You need to know that. That's part of getting knowledge of self. It was done on purpose. A lot of the things that we experienced were done on purpose to garner exactly what we see right now. So the way that we can change that is to educate ourselves and um, gain knowledge of ourselves. There were things that I grew up thinking were evil just because somebody told me they were evil. And they just so happen to all be connected to African spirituality or Africanness or African, like blah, blah, blah. Well, once I took my time to research these things or find out about the Haitian revolution or find out about this, then I was like, oh, okay. So all of our stuff is bad, but this, you know, there's, there's reasons because of it. And once you start learning your history and knowing who you are, you become so proud. I'm so proud to be black. I love black people. Like, like for real. Like, so my friend JD, shout out to JD if he's watching, he posted one of them meme strings when it's like, 
it was like talking about our, our lingo. It was like, if a black person says, you got the right one, you most certainly don't have the right one today. Or if a black person says, um, uh, don't come for me for I sin for you, you know, you shouldn't have came, blah, blah, blah. And I, I just wrote, I said, we are so fly. Because we have our own vernacular, depending on what spaces we are in, there's certain things that just had to come about. Like, if you really look at the whole lineage of Africans to Black people in the, the, the diaspora, it's actually amazing. They don't teach it in school, they don't, but it's amazing to come from 2 million, 2 million, it's estimated that 2 million Africans died on the boat, road, boat ride alone, whether by suicide or by, death, by, by murder, coming here. For us to survive and create jazz, country, rock, hip-hop, become successful billionaires, black women, the, the uh, number one educated people in America, like that is amazing. That's a, that's a culture to be proud of. But if you don't know those things, then you're not proud because a lot of the programming is meant to make you feel worse about yourself. And I think that that is changing. And I think that it's beautiful. And it's awesome. I think um, that's not to say that, oh, I'm better than this person or whatever, but I'm going to say we're a fly. Like, there's no denying it. Like, we are. It is what it is. So Beyonce made Black Parade, which is the song we're going to close out with. And I love that song because she talks about a lot of stuff that you may not understand, but if you gain knowledge yourself, you'll, you'll definitely get it. And as everybody knows me, and I charge my crystals under new moons and full moons. When she said that, I was like, ah, every girl's going to be doing that now. Like, what? Um, so I just want to encourage everybody to go out and learn, 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 learn. If you need references, I would suggest starting with the Hidden Color series. <clears throat> I'm not the biggest Tariq Nasheed fan like that, but that series, I have personally researched everything and it is very factual. It will blow your mind, the facts that you were not taught. What's up, Thomas, um, in school? I definitely suggest you do that. I would also suggest you read The Mis Miseducation of Negro. That's a really, really good book to read. Um, the New Jim Crow is a definitely, it's definitely a good book. Um, Anybody who wants to know where I would suggest you start your research um, or you need a list, just hit my inbox. I read all the time, obviously, so I can give you some for sure. Um, is there anything that if they don't know, now they know you want to talk about? Uh, I think you hit everything. Did I? Yes. Okay. You did. All right. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. I will be back next Monday. We're going to do this every Monday, God willing, um, through Facebook Live. And then within the next two days, the stream will be edited and posted on Spotify, YouTube, and iTunes. Eventually, I will do lives, but certain content will only be available on the streaming platforms. If you have not followed the Dope Dichotomy on Instagram, Facebook, um, Spotify, YouTube, or iTunes, please, please, please do so. And everybody, love somebody, please. Like, really, try to. Because we need more of that Absolutely. in the world. Everybody stay safe. Whether you believe in them or not, hopefully you don't think it's infringing on your rights. 
wear your mask, let's stay safe. Thank <laughs> you. 